Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa, Lisa Show. Welcome back everybody. We are live from the St. Clair of Assisi Retreat Center. If you hear bustling in the background, that's because we have live people here. Live people, like 32 men are here on retreat. Yeah. Um, Father David Ramsey is here. Father Brian Capuano will be here later. Um, Deacon Chris is here. So we have clergy and lots of lay people, lay people and uh, young men, a lot of young men. Oh, good. Uh, that are here for a weekend retreat. So really exciting stuff, Lisa. Good. And I have something even more exciting, that we are starting a new series, and you know how much people love our series. They can't on, get enough. On the Mass. Yes, this is based on our retreat we did two years two ago. Two years ago this coming January. Yeah, where heaven meets earth. Right, and so what we're going to do is we're going to go through all the things we did on that retreat. So we have no idea how many episodes this will take. Or how long the episodes will be. Right, but we all need to fall more in love with the Mass, yes. so it's okay. And if you want to follow along with us, you can download from my website, www.deacondavid.org. Go to the Retreats tab, and then there you will find where Heaven Meets Earth, and there's a place where you can click and download the 53-page document. Yes, it's a very nice document with right. pictures and everything. Right, and Lisa did all the work on that. Oh, no. So, But if you find any errors, it was my fault. <laughs> so what we did, Lisa, the very first Friday night of this retreat was is we actually did a meditation yes. uh, from the Gospel of John. So let's start there. Okay. And I will read that. Yes. A meditation, uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him, and without Him nothing came to be. What came to be through Him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through Him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace, because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So that is a pretty long first reading, Lisa, but this is how we started out um, Friday evening mm -hmm. it was really nice. We had the gospel in the middle of the mm -hmm. room, and uh, we had like 50 people mm -hmm. circled around the gospel with mm -hmm. a, I believe we had a candle. I think there was candles around the gospel yeah. book. Uh -huh. yeah. And so I think the real focus of this, this meditation was the fact that Jesus 
is actually the Word of God. Yes. And so when we think about that, you know, the Scriptures, right, mm-hmm. uh, are Jesus himself speaking to us. Mm-hmm. And so I think... I think Because um, it's the good news, and that's like when they kept keep... Um, when John keeps writing about the light, the, like the light of the world is Christ, and that's the good news. And notice it said that, that Jesus... All things came through Jesus. Yes. Right? Yes. And so Jesus has been with the Father from the very beginning yes. as a part of the Trinity. And so we, we did this thing uh, in the meditation where we said Jesus is the world word. He is the light of the world and has been since the beginning. The gospel, the word of God, is light. Right? And we, and we hear that in Genesis. The question is, is when we're sitting in mass and the procession begins, do we see the living word? who is there at the very beginning of Mass, that's being guided by the crucifix as the deacon, that's me, (laughs) carries it in, right? Mm -hmm. And the cat candles are are kind of lighting the way for Mm -hmm. the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I love Psalm 63, which says, My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. Yeah, because we should really gaze upon the gospel as it's being um, processed forward and um pay some sort of reverence so a lot of people will bow because they know that it is the word of god so exactly yeah. and, and and like i like it when i i will i will present yeah. the gospel to everybody I'll Bef- yeah the before the gospel reading yeah i wish everyone would bow lisa yeah Not everyone i don't think bows. a lot of people know well they will know that. after they listen to our that's podcast. right so if you see more people bowing then it's because they listen to this podcast yeah, and as you're bowing just give me a little thumbs up <laughs> not really don't do that <laughs> So I think that I think the question is is you know Jesus the Word of God is in a real way processing into the sanctuary right mm-hmm. um, to to bring us Himself through His Word mm-hmm. um, through the readings that we have which we will get into yeah because He's present to us not only in the Eucharist but also in the readings which is pretty amazing if yeah. you think about it so I have an important point here that I've written okay. down it says. As the word of God is being processed in, and I think you wrote this, Lisa, am I being childlike? Am I excited to be with him, to hear his words that he has for me? And am I prepared to receive him as he enters? So often in life, right, we can be really busy and distracted like you last week when you came in at the last minute. Oh, yeah. Because you were trying to get a workout in. I yeah, guess. that's right. Get my steps in. You're like, you just come blazing by everybody. <laughs> You're right. The, you're the reader. Yeah, that's and, not the way to be. And I asked you later, I said, you didn't even stop and say hi. Oh, I was just in a rush. Uh, and I was I, distracted. Right. And and so it's So easy. I wasn't properly prepared for mass. Um you Well, could, I did read them. I read the readings at home and Right, but we yeah. should give ourselves I mean, we as Catholics are classic at, at, at showing up at one minute till Or we'll get there early and just um chat. chat. Right. Yeah. We should really take a few minutes mm-hmm. to just sit down and allow ourselves to be centered on he who is about to enter into the sanctuary. Yeah, because a lot of times we are distracted, and if we're just rushing right in, we don't have a t- any time to center ourselves or to acknowledge that we're in the presence of Jesus or um, to get those thoughts out of our head before and, Mass starts. And you brought up a good point. You said, um, "Am I? Have I? You, you read the readings before you came. Yeah. So how many of you actually read the readings before you come? And if not, I think we would both encourage you to do that, yes. right? 
so that and and read the little notes at the bottom mm-hmm. in, in your Bible. Or... Oh well, I do it. Yeah, I get an email, and they're not in the email. Okay. Well, there's a lot of ways that you can go on USCCB. There's notes. There's reflections on the readings. Yeah, um... I do subscribe to the reflections, like Bishop Barron's Gospel Reflections. So um, during well, this is being. Uh, recorded during Advent, but Advent he'll ask a question at the end of each reflection, which I like. Right. So it's really interesting because God will speak to all of us differently through the scriptures based on what's going on in yeah. our life. Yeah, because a lot of times we'll hear a reading and we'll hear something new that we've never heard before, even though we've heard the reading or read the reading so many previous times. Like a phrase or a word will just pop out. Right. So I think our disposition for when Jesus enters into the sanctuary through the word right, uh, is very important in terms of our being able to receive mm-hmm. and listen to what maybe he ha- has to say. And even, and we'll get to this later on another episode, is doing that little examination of conscience. Yes, right? yes. Because those two things might go together, what God is trying to speak to us and in, in what we're struggling with in our life. So we, we talked about uh, a quote from the prophet Jeremiah um, during this uh, meditation. It said, when I found your words, I devoured them. Your words were my joy, the happiness of my heart. Mm-hmm. So often, I mean, are we really, I mean, it's like you're like super hungry, right? And and you can't wait and you, you put a plate of food in front of you and you're just like, um, you're just wanting to eat as fast as you can and get as much as you can. Do we feel that way about the word of God? So we asked some questions, Lisa, uh, around this idea of really being hungry for the word of God. And some of the questions we asked during the meditation were, uh, do you allow the Lord's word to fill you with joy? Mm -hmm. Do you allow it to uh, help you to find purpose? Um, And and do you really take the time, as we said earlier, to ponder and study the word before you even go to mass? Mm -hmm. And then I have a question for you, Lisa. Okay. Do you actually testify to the light, to the word that you receive? as you leave church and go out into the world. Is that the question for me? Yes, that's oh. the question for you. <laughs> um, I mean, I try to. Yeah, I think you do. Oh, thanks. I think you do a good job. And I think I think part of it too, Lisa, is that not only do we have to testify to other people, we have to also, if you will, testify to ourselves. Oh, um, so I kind of have a story to, I guess, um, be an example of that. So this morning... Um, after mass, we have the religious articles store, and there's someone who likes to um, frequent the store, and I don't usually um, do that task, but because we were missing someone today, I didn't even think about it really, so I was cleaning up after mass, um, and uh, the lady was kind of... Um, impatient about the store not opening promptly after mass so I just did my best to uh, maintain some joy and tell her oh I'm sorry we're a shorter person today and I'll be with you as soon as I can we just talked about this in the uh, advent retreat we had last week right that you can actually or was it the mission I can't remember which one it is now <laughs> it's all on the same day yeah where we could actually <laughs> receive the word of God and then not Two minutes later, be doing everything contradictory. Yeah. To that, word. like cutting somebody off to get out of the parking lot first or something. Right. Yeah. So we have to let it really sink in, and, and and this is interesting because Saint Francis of Assisi, 
Uh, he said, I admonish all my brothers and encourage them in Christ that wherever they may find the written words, they venerate them as much as they can, honoring the Lord in his words, which he has pronounced. Many things are indeed sanctified through the word of God and the sacrament of the altar is realized in the power of the words of Christ. Here, so I, I would say that we are not venerating the words Mm. when we go out and we live contrary to what the Lord is teaching us. Yeah. And we're not allowing that word to sanctify us. Right. Um, we're just going through the motions. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really Or easy. we're not listening. Or we're all absorbing. of the above. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Probably one and the same. If you're going through the motions, you're probably not listening. Yeah. But we're missing the power of God. In fact, St. Paul said, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So the question is, for those of you who are listening, are you really letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly to give you the knowledge mm. and the wisdom and to help bring meaning and purpose to your own life? Well, and I think sometimes when like um, uh, like I'm struggling with something, like I'll just open the um, Bible randomly and ask God to speak to me. And sometimes like he there's, does. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's like, oh, yeah, that's meaningful right now yeah and i think part of that is the desire that you have right that you're reaching out to him and we have to have that same desire when we go to mass yeah right uh, to to really be actively engaged in what's going on um so one of the other questions or questions that we asked were a lot of the ancient christians they approached the liturgy of the word with a deep intense love and an urgent desire to absorb everything they could Mm, mm -hmm. So are you doing that? I mean, are you approaching the liturgy of the word with deep, intense love and you want to just absorb everything that you're mm. getting? Or are you just hoping that we hurry up and get to the liturgy right. of the Eucharist and right. I can receive Jesus right. that way? And, right, right. And, and get you're out. bypassing receiving him in the word. Yeah. And then one of the other cool things, now notice like when we when I carry the gospel in, right, mm -hmm. where do I place the gospel? On the altar. Right. And so that is a sign, right, of the intimacy that exists between the word and the Eucharist. Yeah. So yep. those two things are not separate, right? Right. We receive the Lord in his word. Right. Right. Which mm -hmm. we just read mm -hmm. in, in the meditation, you know, the gospel reading. And we also receive him body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. Right. And so these two things are symbiotic. They, they work together, right? And then I love this in the words of St. Faustina. She says, Jesus, source of my life, sanctify me. Oh, my strength, fortify me. My commander, fight for me. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord does that with his two-pronged attack, if you will, of his word and his body, mm -hmm. which we receive both uh, during Mass. Right. So... That was sort of the summation, Lisa, of our first meditation on Friday night. We did two. Yes. Any kind of overall thoughts from you on this? Well, I think that it's important to be more mindful if you aren't already. Like we've been discussing all episode that Jesus is present in the word and Jesus is the word. And it is important to, like we've um, been talking about to let his word sink in and change our lives so that we live more according to his ways. I like what you just said there. And, 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 and you must be friends with St. Francis de Sales, <laughs> right? Because he said, be devoted to the word of God, 
whether you hear it in familiar conversation with the spiritual friends or in sermons. Always listen to it with attention and reverence. Make good use of it. And then this kind of really goes along with what you said. From the gospel reading until after the creed, consider our Savior's preaching. Huh. Mm -hmm. The Savior is preaching. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not Deacon Dave or Mm -hmm. Monsignor Barrett, but the Mm -hmm. Savior is preaching. And affirm that you are resolved to live and die faithful and obedient to his holy word and in union with the Holy Catholic Church. St. Francis de Sales. This is heavy stuff. Yep. You say, and put these two names in the same sentence. St. Francis de Sales and layperson Lisa. I just quoted them, that's all. It doesn't get any better than that. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm layperson Lisa. See you later. Bye.